0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. You know, today is our Pentecost Sunday, celebrated all across the globe by those of faith as, as the day that the Holy Spirit was released upon the earth. And it's uh, cool because Jesus died and then he rose again and over the next six weeks he's presented himself to the disciples. And then he said to them, go to Jerusalem and wait because the, the Holy Spirit, the helper is going to be released upon you and you're going to be endued with power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. I want to encourage you today, and I want to ask you the question today, do you realize how powerful you are? If you're in faith and you're in Christ and you've been filled with the Spirit of God, which is freely given as a gift, you are an unstoppable force in the earth. There is is power available to you. The Word says in John, it says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's nothing that can stop you. There's nothing that can break you. There's nothing that can take you down. There's nothing that can take you out of the race. God says that you're more than a conqueror. That you're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. That He's for you and not against you. That no weapon formed against you will prosper, but you will prosper over it. The, the, the devil in hell, demons in hell have been released with assignments against your life and they're, they're powerless against the faithful believer that speaks and declares the Word of God. The the, the one that seeks Jesus and says, He is my Lord and Savior. The one that reads their word and then prophesies towards their future. There is nothing that can stop them rising to the heights and the destiny that God predestined for their life. I don't know about you. I I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that God backs my efforts. That He says, I want you to succeed in life. I want you to live in victory, I want you to overcome, I want you to break through. Melissa was saying before, about be anxious for nothing, but in all things, we, through prayer and supplication, present your requests to the God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. My encouragement to you today is you've entered into a house of transformation. Allow yourself to be transformed. You know, it says in James, it says, humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you. Most of us are trying to exalt ourselves. Most of us are trying to get the promotion or to get the the, the next thing, the bigger thing, the newer thing, the shinier thing. He says, humble yourself under the mighty hand. Most of us don't humble ourselves because pride gets in. I'm all right. I can do this. I got this, I can work on that, I can, I can break through in my own strength. He says, you don't have to do it in your own strength. You can't do it in your own, let me transform your life. Let my Holy Spirit come upon you and do a work in you that is supernatural and divine. When we do that, God goes to work. But let me, let me read this, in Acts 2, Just to, I bring some scripture this morning. I've been speaking scripture the whole time, by the way. In Acts 2, starting in verse 1, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Let me just say this, Marcus, I feel like you're entering into a brand new season that uh, I feel like you're going to be woken at night and God is going to speak to you and it's almost going to be like an audible voice. I feel like you've been praying for a period of time saying, God, I need answers and direction. I need answers and direction. I want your wisdom. I want the mind of Christ in, in, in what I have to navigate through. I feel like as you wait on him, as you seek him, as, as you just still yourself before him, you're about to hear very clearly, very directly, exactly what you should do in this next season. In Jesus' name. How is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? parthians Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, uh, Asia, Thyra, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Christians and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Unbelievable. The Holy Spirit's just been re- released, and now the supernatural... Is just blowing out. It says, amazed and perplexed, they asked each other, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said they've had too much wine. Then Peter stood up. Peter stood up. The same Peter that had fled days before. The same Peter that had denied Christ. I don't know the man. I'm not with him. I'm not one of his crowd. I don't know this Jesus. Yes, you do. We saw you with him. Yes, you do. You were walking. with. You were helping him. You were No, 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 that wasn't me. The same Peter that denied Christ, now filled with the Holy Spirit and power, stood up. I want to encourage you. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you. It's time to stand up. It's time to stand up. It's time to stand up in your call. It's time to stand up in your convictions. It's time to stand up in the anointing that God has placed upon your life, which is unique and uniquely given. Every single one of you carries seeds of greatness on the inside of you. Every single one of you were put on this planet to change lives and to change the course of history. I want to encourage you this morning, stand up. Stand up. Don't let the devil silence you. Don't let the devil push you around or make you sit down. or Stand up. Stand up and say, you've done your best. You've tried to knock me over. You've tried to take me out. But guess what? I'm still here. You've seen those little, those little um, weighted clowns that get hit and they get knocked over and then they get back up. They get knocked over and then they get back up. They get, you, you might, you've been knocked around and the storms of life have come, and and people have spoken things, and things have happened, things that you didn't expect, but you're still here. Stand up. Let's remind the devil of his place. Let's remind that he's defeated, and we're victorious in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give God a hand this morning. Then Peter stood up. With the 11, he raised his voice and he addressed the crowd. Follow, uh, fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people aren't drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. This is what was spoken of by the prophet Joel. In the last day, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your son, Who is that? All people. I looked the Greek up and all in the Greek meant all. Everyone. All no one exempt, no one left out, no one not good enough, all, the Holy Spirit is being poured out upon all. It says in Matthew, it says, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for the things of God, for the presence of God, for the Spirit of God upon them, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. It's a promise and a declaration over your life. If you want the Holy Spirit, you can have the Holy Spirit. If you want more of God, you can have more of God. It's just about opening ourselves up to God in our life, surrendering our, God, I surrender. How easy is that to sing? I surrender. Easy to sing, hard to do. That's why I don't sing on Sunday mornings. Easy to sing, hard to do. So why don't you practice what's hard to do so it becomes easy? In the next thing that God asks of you, God was telling me, give Marcus a word. I'm reading the scripture, God. I'm, I'm reading your word. He says, give Marcus a word. I said, I'm reading your word. He said, this is all happening in my head, by the way. Give Marcus. So I stop and I give Marcus a word. And I, I hope and believe it means something. And then I can get back. To, when, when God asks you to do something, can I encourage you? Transformation takes place when I allow myself to be transformed. It's not just I, I go to bed one way and I wake up another way. Thank you, Lord, I'm tr- transformed. It's, it's I allow myself to go through a process. I, I undergo the process. I, I have the operation. I, I get on God's operating table and I allow him to, to poke the bruises and to point things out and to show me and to speak. And then he says, now I give you the opportunity to be obedient what I'm telling to you to do. And if you walk obediently, you'll see the transformation take place. Anyway, that, that's that. Even on my servants, both men and women, I'll pour out my spirits in those days. They will prophesy, I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness, the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Every person that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, I'm sending my Holy Spirit, I, I'm for you and not against you, you can live in victory, you can overcome, you can succeed, you can achieve, and for anyone that calls on my name, they'll be saved, they'll be in the kingdom for it. Can you imagine being there that day? Can you, like literally, because the Holy Spirit wasn't, and then the Holy Spirit was. Jesus was, and now He's ascended, He's not there anymore, now the Holy Spirit is. It, it blew their mind that men that were untrained and unskilled began to preach like it's what they've done all their life. They were, they, were, they were empowered. They were powerful. What they were declaring held weight. People, they, the people were so blown away, they thought they were drunk. Now, I don't know how you start speaking in another language just because you're drunk, but they thought, we're all hearing these guys. What's going on? They must be drunk. I don't know. They weren't drunk, but they were filled. And I want to encourage you, the Holy Spirit upon your life will empower you for for a life beyond intellect and understanding, intellect and training. There are things that I do, there are things that I see that I haven't been trained in. I've prayed for the dead and they've come back to life and I'm not a doctor. I've prayed for deaf ears. A woman just in New Zealand, 63 years of age, deaf in both ears from birth and her ears opened. She could hear for the first time in 63 years. I don't know how to do that. That's God. He gets the glory. I was just the vessel he flowed through. God wants to flow through your life. He wants to transform your life so you can transform others' lives. Because I don't understand half the time why I find myself in the situations I find myself in. But God says it doesn't matter that you don't understand. If you will allow yourself to, to be placed in that situation, I will use you powerfully to transform another's life. Amen. So thinking about this morning, and this being the house of transformation, I started to think about what I love about the house of God. And there's, there's, just, there's just so many things I love about the house of God. The house of God is where I got introduced to God. The house of God was where I got, I got accepted. But I looked at it and I thought, one of the key things is I'm welcomed and I'm accepted just as I am. This morning, you're welcomed and accepted just as you are and then you're invited to change. I love that. I love the fact that I can go to a ha- where I'm, I'm, I'm accepted and I'm invited, I'm included, and then I'm encouraged to change. Like I was told before, to grow, to develop, to, to enlarge my capacity, to think bigger, to dream further, to, to believe for more. I come in as I am and that's okay. You, you know, I just, I, I wanna encourage you this morning. God has already made his mind up about you. He likes you. He thinks you're all right. He thinks you're awesome. He loves you. He's made his mind up. So it's not about the change that happens. It's about the desire for change. It's about I want to journey in life. I want to be transformed. None of us have attained perfection. None of us are there. We all make mistakes. The Bible says there's not, not, there's not one righteous. No, not one. There's not, a, there's not a righteous. We've all sinned and fallen short. We've all made mistakes. We've all stuffed up. We all have baggage, we all have a history and a past and things that have happened or things that we've done, but today I want to encourage you, God's alright with you, just as you are, but He's still going to ask you to come and change, to follow Him. Does that make sense? Can we give God a hand this morning? It says here in Hebrews 6, therefore, starting in verse 1, Leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. Another version says, not laying again the foundation of repentance. Not laying again. We come into church, we come into Christ, we learn about God. There's a foundation laid for our lives It says, let's move on from that place. Let's not live at the place where I'm just your saviour. And I save you, and I save you, and I save you, and I save you, and I continue saving you. It's let's move on from the elementary principles. I want to encourage, let's grow together. Let's develop as a church. Let's, let's get in the Word. Let's, let's dive down deep to find the gold that is in the Word of God for our lives. Leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Again, it's a journey, it's a process, it doesn't happen instantaneously, it's, it's we grow and we develop. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God and the doctrine of baptisms and laying on of hands and resurrection of the dead. And this we will do if God permits, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. If they fall away to renew them again to repentance since they crucify for themselves the Son of God and put Him to an open shame. What Jesus did for us on the cross was a one-off event. It was total and complete. He's on the cross, about to breathe His last. He says, it is finished. I've defeated hell. I've defeated death. I've defeated sin. I've defeated sickness. You know, we look through Isaiah 54. By His stripes, we're healed. It's done, total and complete. And it's not going to happen again. So what we need to do is accept the work of the cross, lay a foundation in our life, and then progress forward from that point. We don't live there. We don't camp there. That's our starting point in our walk with Christ. And I'm spitting everywhere. This is unbelievable. When we have the revelation of of who God is, He's big, He's real, He's powerful, He's ever-present. He's our ever-present help in times of... This is what the Word says. When we get that revelation... And then we get the revelation of who we are in Him. We're loved and accepted. We're invited in. You know, just like the disciples did on the day of Pentecost. They, they realised He is the Messiah. He is the Son of God. He is going. He's ascending on a cloud to heaven and the Holy Spirit's going. They realized who He was. Then they realized who they had been called to be. At that point, we find ourselves with a decision. And most believers don't like decisions or change change? Why do I have to change? I'm accepted and I'm invited because God asked us to change. We find ourselves at a point of decision. There's kind of three places or three camps that we we can stay the same, we can observe and critique or we can get involved and grow and as a community coming together in the house of transformation I want to encourage you get involved and grow. As I was saying before you can't stay the same Life happens and life moves on. I, I got people in my world that say we used to be mates. We used to, I, I know, but you stopped and I had to keep traveling. We're still mates. We still like each other, we're still, but we don't have the same commonality anymore that we used to have. Because I journeyed, I walked a walk, I didn't stop. I want to encourage you again this morning. Let yourself be immersed in the spirit of God. And we'll, we're going to pray at the end of this. It says, let yourself get immersed in the spirit of God. So that you can change and grow and develop. And if it's a thought in your mind, but I don't need to, I want to challenge that thought this morning. We all do. None of us have attained perfection. We're moving and journeying towards that. Amen. Matthew 28, verse 18 says, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, therefore go. As a believer in Christ, if I believe the Word of God and I believe what what happened on the cross and I believe that Jesus ascended and He sent the Holy Spirit, I believe that heaven is back in God's words and that that Jesus and God are one in the same. If I believe that, I have to do something with this statement. We're not called to come and sit and camp. We're called to stand and go. We're to stand and proclaim, to stand and shine bright, to stand and be salt in the earth that brings flavor And seasoning to everyone we meet. Amen? You know, Psalm 92, verse 13 says, Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. I love that. Again, it's a decision I get to make. Those who are planted in the house of God shall flourish. This cannot be revoked. This cannot be changed. This is the Word of God. This is Spirit inspired Word of God. Those who are planted in the house of God shall flourish. In the courts of our God, they shall still bear fruit in old age. They'll be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in Him. I don't know about you, but there's there's certain spots in the the Bible that just make things really simple. And I know we want to overcomplicate, and I know we want to, but there has to be more. There has to be another theology, another theory, another... Do you know what? I like the simplicity of the gospel. It, it, it says, if I abide in him and he in me, I'll bear much fruit. Joshua says, don't let the word depart from your mouth. Read it, meditate it, speak it, live it, and you will cause yourself to have great success. It says here, be planted. What does it mean to be planted? It means I turn up and I'm, I, I let my roots go down deep. Whatever we're doing as a church, whatever direction we're moving in in God, that, that, whatever we know that to be true in this, we step stick in that place we let our roots go down deep and, and what's the difference between a, a, a plant something that's rooted in the ground or a pot plant pot plants just yep. I like it a little better over here I think the sun's better hang on it's more convenient over here the Bible doesn't declare that that prospers that that leads to success that that leads it, it's those who are planted can I encourage you the greatest thing you will ever do is plant yourself in the house of God. Get consumed by the things of God. To get the vision of God for this house on your life. This is the very thing that Jesus committed his life to build. He says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against I, I'm I'm committed to building the house of God. That's not at your own expense. That's not, that, is, that is God, I'm putting you first, knowing that as I build your house, you will build my house. As I invest into your people, I know you will pour back into my life. Can I encourage you? Let's live beyond self. Let's live beyond what I can get. Let's live beyond my own desire. Matthew 6 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Talking about clothes, talking about food, talking about houses, talking about possessions, talking about finances. He says, forget all that stuff. That's temporal, and it doesn't mean any... Forget that stuff. Seek me, and I will pour all that back into your life. Amen? Come on, let's um, bless the Lord this morning. So as we read the Word... Is this helping anyone this morning? I'm getting hot. Uh, as we read the Bible, and especially the, the Gospels, I love it that every single person Jesus met, he's just cruising along. Do you, do you realize that Jesus, he must have been pretty fit, he just, just cruised he'll go 11 miles this way and then he'll he'll go seven miles this way and then he'll go to this town and he just walked and he just talked he said follow me he never actually stopped journeying he just kept going he was on mission he was on purpose he met someone goes I like you you're awesome come follow me but I've got a life and I'm doing stuff and I've I'm trying to build something for myself he goes "Yeah, yeah I know that's cool just just come follow me let's go for a walk and every person that followed Him had their life transformed. Every person that followed Him looked different after they'd followed. And this was only for a three-year three period. Jesus just said, I, I know you've got stuff going on. We've all got stuff going on. We've all got stuff we're, we're dreaming for, stuff we're trying to achieve and do. But Jesus says, just follow me. C- can I encourage you, if, if Jesus comes across your path and says, follow me, that way is better than your way. That way will work more than the way that you're currently walking. And, and, and what I love is he was always inclusive. Transformation always takes place through the gateway of inclusion. And what I love about Jesus is he never pointed out what they were doing was wrong. He just invited them to a better way. Sometimes I think, you know, and this is what the word says, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So so often I think we, we stay And we stay still and we don't move because we can't see another way and we don't feel worthy of the other way. But he's saying, "Just, just come follow me. I am the way, the truth, and life. If you follow me, you'll find what you're looking for. And as I said, the house of God is a house of power and engagement. The Christian life is not meant to be one of observation and critique. We're called to follow and engage. Anybody can observe and anyone can critique. I want to be part of the answer, not part of the problem. I can sit here today and tell you everything that's wrong. I see more than most. But but that's not my job. I'm not here to critique and to observe. I'm here to engage and to participate and to be part of the answer. And that's what we're called to do in the earth today. You are part of the answer, not part of the problem. You reflect Christ in the earth. You can walk down the street, you can paddle your surfboard, you can drive your car, you can buy your coffee, you can do what you like. You are the reflection of Christ in the earth today. Again, let your light so shine that others see and glorify God. Amen? Amen. I love, uh, I love what, what Jesus did. He always renamed people. And to Simon, he said, you'll, you'll be Peter. And, and to Peter, he said, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. He spoke about who they were going to be. You see, you used to fish for a living, now you're going to fish for the living. See, I've got a higher purpose for your life. I want you to see beyond what you can see in the natural. I feel like God is here today and He wants to rename some of you. He wants to speak into your world change and shift and transformation. He wants you to become a fisher for the living. Not just, to, just, not just to make a living, not just to get a better car, not just to get a nicer house. Not, he wants you to engage with his mission and purpose for your life. Amen? I'm going to finish in a minute, but uh, one, of, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story of David and Goliath. All of you would know the story of David and Goliath youngest brother of 10, small shepherd boy, who, who didn't even, he wasn't even trained in the art of war. He was in the back paddocks, looking over the sheep, playing his harp, singing worship tunes to God. The Bible describes him as ruddy and good looking. He was, he was scrawny, he hadn't developed. His brothers were you know like gods in people's eyes. They were, they were tall, they were handsome, they were, they were ripped. They were, this, David was the shepherd boy. But, but David the shepherd boy became David the giant killer. The, the, the slayer of giants, the freer of a nation, the king who ruled, how? He allowed himself to be transformed in the presence of God. In, and it was just a simple act of serving, simple act of sacrificing, simple act of saying yes, Go and just, you know, so, so how menial is the task of taking cheese and bread to your brothers at war? It says that for 40 days and 40 nights, the, the army of Israel had presented themselves against the Philistine army and, and they're out in battle and you've got, the, you've got Saul and you've got kings and you've, you've got an army ra- and then you've got a little shepherd boy that brings in the cheese and the biscuits and he happily does it because he's okay with who he is. Like I said, God's already made his mind up about you but he can use you as you are to become a giant slayer. He can use you as you are to rule a nation. He can use you as you, if you will surrender your life, he can use you to, to change and shift things. And I, kinda, I like looking at the story of David and Goliath through uh, Philippians 4.13. And Philippians 4.13 4, says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, and, I, and I, I look at this and it goes, you know, David, David turns up on the scene. He's a little worshiper. He's a, he's a little guy that's, that's faithfully served his father and faithfully served his nation and he, he's not trained in the art of war but he turns up and, and Goliath is breathing death upon the Israelites, they're in fear, they are in anxiety, they're, they're freaking out and, and David turns up on the scene and he says this, he says, I can do that, I can, I can help out in this situation. You might feel insignificant. You might feel like the armor doesn't fit. You might feel like you don't have any weapons. You might feel like you can't do what God is calling you to do. But he turns up and he goes, I'm the person. I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He says, let no man's heart fail because of this Philistine. I will fight him. I will. Sometimes it takes us standing up in what seems like an unfair fight. To bring down a giant. Because can I tell you, when you stand up, even if it's on your own, that your family's against you, your friends are against you, your people at work are talking. When you stand up as the one, all of heaven backs you. All of heaven stands behind you. Angels array themselves behind you saying, all right, let's do this. This is an unfair fight, but not for David. This is an unfair fight for the giant coming against him because the giant doesn't know who he's taking on. Amen. As this can do. He just had a can-do attitude. Can I encourage you? You can do all things through Christ. You can bring down giants. You can, you can step into your future. You can, you can defeat the giant of debt. You can defeat the giant of, of addiction. You can pull these things. He says, I can do. He says, I've fought the lion and the bear, and this giant will be just like one of them. His mindset was can do, not can't do. Can I encourage you? Let your mindset be transformed to can do. You can do. You can get through, you can get over, you can make it to the other side, can do. When Jesus met the disciples in the boat in the midst of a storm at the darkest hour of the night when the storm was raging, you've got to understand these men were trained professionals. They're used to being on the water, they're used to storms, they're used to wind, they're used to ferocious waves coming at them, they're freaking out, believing that they're going to die and Jesus says, just calm down, what's wrong, I'm here with you, what's, what's the problem? We've got to have a can-do attitude because the devil's a liar and a thief and he's going to come and present himself to you every single day. Grant and Sally, you can't run that new practice. That's too big for you. You can't do... No, you can and you will and you'll thrive and you'll succeed and lives will be transformed because what was a can-do not is now a can-do because they stepped out in faith boldly believing that God was for them and not against them. What is your, your can't-do currently that needs to be shifted to a can-do? What is the thing? Because we just need to flip that switch on the inside of our mind. We just need to go, no, I can do that. I will do that. Devil, try and stop me doing that. Now that you've got me worked up about it, I'm going to charge through and I'm going to go above and I'm going to be, go beyond. And now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, imagine to him be the glory. God can only do exceedingly abundantly above what we think, what we dream, what we bring to him. And then he goes above and beyond that. All things. You can do all things, not some things, all things. He turned up and go, yeah, I am this scrawny, ruddy little shepherd boy, but who cares? I, I've, I, I've taken down the lion. I've taken down the bear. I've practiced in, in, in the secret place. Can I encourage you, take down giants in the secret place. Take down your lions. Take down your bears. Get ready for the battle that's coming because a day will come when a giant will present themselves. Get prepared. Get prepared in advance for what you're going to face in the future so you can bring it down and it can be just like one of these things. He knew he wasn't doing it in his own strength. He said, you know what? You come at me with sword and spear, but I come at you today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And today he will make you. He, he knew he was going to take his head off and he knew it wasn't in his strength. The giants that you face don't play fair. The giants that you face present as big. They present as un, insurmountable. They present as undefeatable and today with the sword of the spirit you're going to take their head off and you're going to defeat them and you're going to liberate a nation some of your families are going to get freed as you get freed some some generational curses are going to be broken because you break and you fight today to end those things that have been spoken over lineages and over generations through Christ who strengthens me Stay in, you want to succeed in life? You want to abound in life? You want to overcome in life? You want to make it to the other side? Stay in Christ. Stay in love with a good and loving Savior. Stay in that place of worship where God, I surrender. I surrender. And, and for men, it's like, it's not that masculine, but it's the strongest thing you can ever do. It's the greatest thing you could ever do to say, you know what? I don't have it all together. I can't do this on my own. I can't get breakthrough on my own. I need you, Lord. Why don't we stand to our feet? I love the Thompson story. I love what Kim said on that video for our fifth birthday. As a family, we've changed. As a family, we've grown. And in good times, we thank Him. And in tough times, we seek Him. That that statement rings through my mind. Together, as a family unit, in the good, we thank, we praise, we worship. In the tough, we seek. And we stand in faith. I love what Casey said. I, I had the ability to step out beyond what I thought I could do in myself. I, I made big, bold decisions because I knew God was with me. And now I'm achieving and I'm getting marks and I'm getting grades and I'm doing things that in and of myself I shouldn't. But, but God is on me and God is with me and I'm transformed. I love what Michelle said. Toughest journey anybody could ever walk. She said, I, I could hold on to the rock of hope, which is Jesus. I didn't have to walk the journey on my... You don't have to walk the journey on your own. You can be transformed in this house, accepted and included and empowered to go out to what God calls you to, amen. Why don't you lift your hands this morning? Father, we stand in your presence. We stand in awe of you. You are magnificent. You are glorious. We love you, Lord. And we thank you that your spirit is being poured out today as powerfully and freely as it was on the day of Pentecost 2,000 plus years ago. Lord, pour your spirit out afresh upon every person here this morning. Father, let us see you clearer. Let us hear your voice clearly. Do a work in our lives that that, that tomorrow when we wait, we will see differently because our minds are changed. We're transformed. We believe. I'm going to open the altar in a minute just for anybody that would like prayer. Prayer to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Prayer to break through. Prayer to overcome. But before we do, I just want to give this invitation. While every eye's closed, every every head's bowed, on Pentecost Sunday, a day of power, a day of empowerment for every life. If you're here saying, you know what, I want to make Jesus number one in my life. I I believe in God, but I've been walking a journey where He isn't number one. If you want to come back to Christ, if you want to accept Christ as your Lord and Saviour, and we're just going to pray this prayer together. I'm not going to get anyone to come out the front, but just raise your hand and say, Christian, I want to pray that prayer again. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anybody else? I just want, I just want you to be bold and say, you know what, today's a new day. I want my eyes to be open. I want to be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. Nobody's looking around. All, every, all eyes are closed. This is going to be a moment of empowerment for your life and your future. If there's anybody else, why don't you just lift your hand and say, Christian, let's pray together this morning. I'm going to ask everybody to pray. Thank you. Why don't we just say this? Say, Jesus, I give you my life. Every voice. Jesus, I give you my life. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for the work of the cross. Thank you for saving me. God, I give you my life. I give you my future. Fill me now by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.